Alright, hey dude, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Wallacher, with the Roxology Method, which includes courses, journals, one-on-one coaching, and so much more. Uh, here we like to talk about food, fitness, and your body, um, working on making it work for you now, finding and living your dream life now, and not waiting until everything is perfect in order to have done enough. Uh, we talk a lot about the mental side of things because health is a lot more mental than it is physical and how it all kind of just combines together. And today's podcast um, wasn't actually <laughs> going to happen. It wasn't on my radar at all, but um, it just, that's where life tends to take us <laughs> we don't really know what happens, but obviously it was meant to. So... Um, yeah, let's just kind of dive on into this. So, um, I'm titling this working through a breakdown, um, because I had a breakdown (laughs) last week. Um, when you're listening to this, I had a breakdown last week, real hard, um, at work as well, which, um, is not ideal, not ideal in any kind of way, but, um, I had and have let too many things uh, spiral and build up and haven't allowed myself to share or to lean on anyone or to work through it. And that gets to be a lot. Um, Kind of looking back, uh, this is really going to be just a therapy session for me and Hopefully you as well, if you are going through a breakdown or you had one or you're on the verge of one, um, this is kind of where I'm at and what has helped me and is helping me and kind of what I've done in the past as well. Um, Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. And this has just been, excuse me, another point of healing and going through life that I think will be... um, Beneficial, but uh, looking back, I realized I didn't really process everything from my um, breakup and issues with that uh, relationship and how it ended and where it ended and um, things like that. I definitely will be talking more about that moving forward. Uh, I do have a relationship diaries program that I'm going to be coming out with, and looking back, I have a lot of things to go in that, but, um, I realized I addressed some things, but not wholeheartedly. And, um, one of those things is I lost a really good, uh, friend group and I felt like, well, they did, uh, choose him over me. I was farther away. Uh, he was closer. He started out with them. I totally understand. I'm not, I understand, but it doesn't make the hurt any less. I can understand people have their own lives going on. I can understand I could have reached out as well or leaned on them more, but I didn't. And that's okay. It's okay if this is kind of going into that side of things, but I'll just deviate real quick. Um, it's okay to be the villain in somebody else's story. Um, but it's also okay to be hurt by the same situation. Um, even if you are the villain, it's okay Um, that that happened. It's okay that you did exactly what you needed to do in order to get through or get out on your own and how you needed to. Um, But 
the hurt along the way just because you were the villain doesn't mean that you don't get to feel any pain as well. Um, but here's what happened when I finally had the breakdown. It was the final turning point for me. Um, one small thing of uh, putting mitts on allowed me to completely break down to where I was crying for hours. Um, it was about 30 minute chunks here and there, but overall it was hours throughout uh, that day and kind of into the next day. Um, so much so that I was shaking just from exhaustion um, from it all. I was em emotionally drained. I was physically drained. I had um, done a big workout beforehand, had jumped right into work um, and other things with that and didn't have a whole lot of time to really get centered. I was already on edge and exhausted and burnt out beforehand and it just didn't, it didn't help. Um, tears don't mean weakness. I'm just reading, so I wrote everything down um, yesterday just kind of processing the day before or the day after um, and just write, reading what I wrote down uh, for what happened and then what I want to do moving forward and even more so. Um, so tears don't mean weakness. It just means exhaustion. Uh, before this, you're going to hear, um, what is it? Emotional and passionate are the same thing. I uh, really didn't plan on <laughs> that podcast preceding this one or um, anything like that, but uh, I allowed help in even though it was really hard. Um, my mind was running a million miles an hour, um, but my mind was also not clear on how to verbalize what I was going through, and I had a lot of fears as well um, coming up that just halted me in my tracks from saying anything and again, working on that, um, work on saying, no, I'm not okay when asked. Uh, it did take two tries <laughs> from somebody, uh, when I was asked the first time of, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Um, and in my head I was like, no, you're not okay. And luckily I was asked again where I could say, no, I'm actually not. And I don't know exactly how to talk about it. And I don't have anything to say, even though I'm feeling so many deep feelings, I don't know how to put them into words. And and that's okay. And I don't really want to fix anything right now. I kind of just want to sit in it and process it and understand like where I'm at and the million different things that are going on. But I can't put into words, but I can at least like try and make sense for myself before I try and make get make sense for anybody else. Um, I had more tears when people um, showed that they cared or just showed any kind of support for me because I don't want to be the center of attention. I try to hide. I do not want to be the center of attention. I am the strong one that will support and help other people. I can't be the one that needs the support. Even though when I am supporting and helping people, I see it as so strong for them to open up and so exciting to see the growth that they are going to be having from opening up and wanting to see change. But I, for some reason, just couldn't allow myself to do that. Um, I couldn't hide or mask it anymore. I was just purely exhausted. I tried to get myself back together to work and everything, but luckily I have amazing coworkers who um, stepped in and stepped up and helped me out in that sense um, because I couldn't put on a good face anymore. I couldn't put on a smile at all. Um, and I couldn't control it. I couldn't push it off until a better time. I couldn't have a better time to 
have my breakdown like normally. (laughs) I couldn't wait until I had gotten home or I had a day off or anything like that. It all just came crashing down. And that's a lot to handle because you feel very vulnerable when you don't have control. You feel very vulnerable when people are seeing the depths of you that barely know you (laughs) because you aren't allowing people to know you. And I think that has kind of been also a little bit of a hard thing as well is realizing like I don't share with people. (laughs) Like I don't share with people that like I went and met my boyfriend's family when they asked like, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, nothing. Like I don't share things. I don't share that Um, I'm doing like these crazy cool things or like I've done these crazy cool things or I just don't share. I just don't want to add in. I think it's, um, if you relate to this of whenever you've started a conversation or wanted to share something and there's other conversations going on and you even though a question was asked towards you, uh, it kind of, the attention dies away and it no longer matters what you have to say. Like they've moved on. Um, I feel like I've had that happen just like one too many times that I don't want to, or something that I am saying, um, brings up something else that that person has to share or something that they can relate to, which I know is good conversation, but then it goes to them rather than finishing off on me. And there is no greater feeling than somebody like butting in, sharing their two cents and then being like, oh, and what were you saying? Oh, back to you. You can finish. What else did you want to say? Sorry, I butted in. Like, I think that's happened a little too many times that I'm working on being okay to share. But then also... Um, That's one of the things that I wanted to do more of is make that change and set that boundary for myself as well. So after that whole breakdown (laughs) and taking a day to kind of process it, this is what I've come to my post breakdown. And I think this is very beneficial. So feel your feelings do the bare minimum just to get through and take time to yourself. Um, the next day, write down all that happened. So what I wrote down was what exactly happened in that day, how it was feeling, how it made me feel, what got brought up. And then I want you to write down why you want this to change, why you don't want this to keep happening, because this is a cycle for me. (laughs) This is a cycle where I lose it. I absolutely 100% lose it because I take on too much and I don't ask for help. And it's work-related, relationship-related, friendship-related, people-related, physically-related. Like, it's, it's all of it. And the last time I did this, I had to quit my job because I couldn't do it anymore. And my passion and excitement for the good that I had done and I had created and I helped create wasn't worth it anymore. I had lost my passion for fitness. I had lost my excitement and want to help people because I just couldn't take care of myself. And I don't want this anymore. 
I don't want that anymore. I want to set boundaries. I want to be able to still have good things in my life, to still have good things that I'm good at, but in a different way. Maybe I need to set different boundaries. Maybe I need to look at it differently, but it's come to that turning point. And this has been, I don't know, four or five years ago that I had that happen. Probably four. Three to four years ago that I had that. And sometimes it takes time. Sometimes you'll realize it right afterwards. Sometimes you'll realize it months or years later. Sometimes it takes a lifetime. But if you're wanting to change and you're open to it, then it will. But if you are stuck and comfortable in the cycle of destruction and pain, then then that's totally on you. All of this is a choice. All of it is a choice. Like this is my, this is completely 100% on me that I didn't ask for help, that I didn't work on this change, that I didn't get support. Can I still be upset that other people didn't step in more or step in at all? Yeah. But if I had barriers up that didn't allow them to fully help me in the way that I wanted to and in the way that they best could, I also have to see that too. So here's what's happening post-breakdown and what I want to do. I need to speak my mind. I need to. Even if I don't think it's something that the person's going to want to hear, even if it's something that um, I know people are wanting to work towards or wanting to do and I just don't want to or I can't, I need to speak my mind. I can't keep it all bottled up just to help and support the other person. I can't sacrifice myself just for somebody's peace of mind. Yeah, there is a time and place for it, but you need to take care of yourself as well. Me speaking how I'm feeling and what I need benefits everyone. Um... I know this fantastic person, Dana Drioso, and um, she talks about how um, setting boundaries isn't a bad thing. It's It can be hard if it's um, setting boundaries with family or friends that have hurt you and you need to set that boundary, but it can also be a really good thing um, by showing somebody, like, this is how you can best love and support me and, like, in the best way possible. Like, this is going to give you the absolute most out of me. Like this is going to be by doing this in this area, you are going to get the best version of me. And by me speaking what I need and how I'm feeling, I am allowing people to get the best version of me. And everybody wants that out of somebody. Everybody wants to see somebody's full potential. And if you're only giving them a bare a little bit or a bare minimum, of course they're not going to be able to care and grow or be close to you because you're not allowing it. Everything is and will be okay. I have the tattoo. It's okay. Everything is going to be fine, even though it's hard, even though change is difficult, even though it's going to be so very hard. The mental stuff is just as hard as the physical stuff, if not more. Because this has, I don't know if this is later on down, but like this has been decades of work 
to get to this spiral, to get to these barriers, to get to this wall. And it's going to take time. It's okay that in that breakdown, I got called out in the best way possible and I had good conversations and I had people actually listen and hear me, but I can barely remember any of those conversations because automatically that wall got built back up because I don't even want to remember it. I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about how somebody saw me at my most vulnerable. I don't want to think about how other people are thinking of me. I don't want to think about how unprofessional I was, how... Um, I can and should do better. I know better. That's okay because that's an automatic response. It's a survival mechanism that you have been building and creating for years and it's going to take time and it's okay to have those conversations again and it's okay to be open and sharing exactly what's going on because it's going to be okay. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult, but it is going to be okay. It takes time, but it will be okay. Next thing, I can't be myself wrong. I want to be myself. I want to be fully myself. And I feel like I've been doing kind of a muted job of that. But I can't do it wrong. I can't be too much. I can't be too little if I'm being my full self. There's only one version of me. There's only one version of you, and you can't do that wrong. You're not a copy and paste version of something else. You're a curation of your entire existence, of your entire life lived, of your memories and experiences. And it's it's okay and it's safe. It's okay and it's safe. Not everything that I want just exists, but I can ask for it and work on creating it. So if I want something done differently, just because the other person doesn't do it automatically doesn't mean I can't have it. So if there's an area of growth that I want to have with somebody or different boundaries or things I want to work on and they don't automatically do it, it doesn't mean that it's off limits or it's a habit that I don't agree with or I want something different or um, like I had mentioned before, if somebody tends to, in conversation, like relate it back to them. And it could just be them wanting to um, add into the conversation and be like, I understand what you're going through. I understand what it feels like. Um, Having that conversation with them of, I appreciate what you're doing. I understand, but I do want to finish this. Sometimes you cut me off and it hurts me, but I understand that you're not doing it in a hurtful way, but I would like to work on changing that. I would like to do better with that. Can we work on that? And you can create that in your life. Just because it didn't come in the package of the person that you care about or you're building a relationship with in any kind of way doesn't mean that it can't happen. There's always room for growth and the good people that you want in your life and that want to stay in your life are open to growth as well. Because that's what people do. To change a lifetime of hurt and habits, you need to choose different little by little. This is stuff that I do with my work and my clients as well. You've created this stuff over years and years. And in those years, it's months and weeks and days and moments and seconds of choice and seconds of it consuming your mind and seconds of it becoming just a part of your subconscious. And the subconscious is a hard one to change because it will automatically kick it in. 
You don't have to think about it. You don't have to force it. And that's hard and it's okay. And it's little by little choice. It's choosing each moment, each second, each day for something else. And when you spiral, you're going to spiral a little bit less. And you're going to choose to stop even though it's hard, even though it's easy to spiral and think worst case scenario and have all these conversations in your head and keep it going and think of the worst case scenario and what if and all of this stuff. But you don't want to do that anymore, so you have to stop it. And sometimes it's just saying stop and getting distracted with something else or it's thinking of the opposite because what if it's better than you ever imagined? What if it does get better? What if it can be better? What if it has to? What if you start playing in that? That will change things a lot more than I'm going to lose them. It's going to hurt them. They're not going to like me. They're going to leave me just like everybody else. It's not safe. It's too hard. It's so much better to live in the future that you want and the what if of the good things than continuing to have the same outcome and the same experiences over and over again. Believe me, I've done it. You care about people, so of course people care about you. It's not just a one-way streak. People that actually matter and are actually meant to be in your life, how little or how many, you care about them, so let them care about you. That is such a big gift. It is such a big gift for somebody to open up and allow the side that nobody likes to show in. And you can be picky with that as well. You can be picky with the people that you choose, but... You care about people, so let them care about you. Of course they would. Why wouldn't they? Don't let all the negativity come up. We're working on getting past that. And if people do fall away or not live up to the basics of what you need, you will survive and it will be fine. I fully believe that there is a chapter for everybody. Some people will get a few sentences Some people will get a chapter or two, and some people will be a part, big or small, of your entire life story. And it's okay. It's okay if you outgrow them. It's okay if they grow with you. There's nothing wrong with that. There is a time and a season for everybody. And those who are meant to stay will, in one way or another, And those who aren't will fall away or grow with you. They may disappear and come back later on. They may not come back at all. And that's okay. It's okay even if they want to grow and they can do better, but you're just done. It's okay to just be done too. And that's hard and it can hurt them. (laughs) But again, it's okay to be the villain in somebody else's story. If it means that you can have your own story to live. If you can have your own life to live. Because if you're not happy, then you don't owe it to somebody else to just stay to be happy for them. To make them happy. It's okay. It is all okay. So, here's what I did in order to make those post-breakdown things, um, what I want to work on, actually happen. 
um, I allowed people in to help. I, whether I liked it or not, (laughs) I let people in and I let them see where I was at and what was going on. And I leaned on them. I'm working on it and it is very difficult and it is very hard. It's been a long time since I have done that and since I've had real solid friends and that's okay. It's all a learning process and being open and honest with people on where you're at and how that's going is going to benefit them. Just like setting boundaries and standards is allowing them and allowing you to be the best version of yourself and for them to have that. I spoke with what words I had. I spoke with what words I had, even if I couldn't explain it. And I let that be enough. I didn't try to sugarcoat it. I didn't try to make it make sense for somebody else because I was still working through it. I was still processing it. And I still, I still have some barriers that I don't know when and how I want to address them of different things I'm working on, of different goals that I have that I don't want to send spiraling again. Because I've done that before where I've shared more that I wasn't super confident in and other people's doubts wavered me in that confidence. So it's okay. And I'm still working on that as well. But I'm at least working on it this time. Quick drink. Um, that night of the breakdown, I went over to my boyfriend's and I really leaned on him. And each person that I've been leaning on, I've told because it's a giant fear of mine that I'm going to be leaning too much or I'm going to be too much or put too much on them because, um, ah, fuck it. That was one of the things that my ex threw at me was um, in the months of post-breakup, my issues and my basically depression and stuff I was going through was really hard on him as well. And it was very uncalled for. I understand, though, because I am an understanding person and I can see both sides, but that dug in a lot deeper than I thought it did. I thought I was very okay in the moment of, yeah, that's not right. That's not okay. I don't want to do this anymore for sure. But, um, it definitely has sunk in. So I am a lot more fearful of doing that to somebody else that I care about, cared about. Um, But I did. I went over to his place, even though (laughs) halfway through a couple times, I really just thought about turning around and avoiding it. He was wondering as well if I would do that, but um, he's catching on. But I I ate that night, even though I had forgotten my food at work. Um, I told myself over and over again, if he didn't want to, he wouldn't. I know he cares. If he didn't want to share my food, if he didn't want to do any of this stuff, he wouldn't. And I have to trust that. I have to trust that people are going to say and do exactly what they want because I want to work on that as well. I want to 
trust that what I say and do is what I actually genuinely want and it's not an obligation and it's not something that's forced. So when he's offering to feed me and help me and give me options and understand that I don't do well with a whole lot of options, especially when I'm breaking down and not in a good spot, um, he made sure that I ate and he does a lot of calorie counting (laughs) and like knows a lot of that stuff. So he was making sure that I was getting at least enough calories in and from pure exhaustion before I would have not eaten. And then I would have forced a workout the next day and felt awful. Um, but I ate and I leaned on him and I was thankful for that. And I asked for more help. I actually asked for what I wanted. I wanted to shower off quick to kind of get the day off of me. And I wanted some cheesy bread toast Um, that was in the freezer. And I asked for that. And I finished it. He had four slices and I had two. And then he asked if I wanted more. And I said yes. And he didn't bat an eye. And I asked for what I wanted. And it was hard (laughs) for something as simple as bread and a shower. Asking and feeling like an inconvenience, even though it was far from it. Because I know I love helping people when they need it. So I need to give that gift to other people and trust that if they wanted to, they will. worked on progressing all of these things that I want to do. Um, I took time off. I didn't go to the gym the next day. I went on a walk and then I slept for two hours before I had to go back into work. And that was okay. And that was enough. And that can be the end of that one. (laughs) Um, I tried hard to allow grace for myself because that's been the biggest thing and the hardest thing, especially when you're going through any kind of change, whether it's this one in particular or anything else that I talk about um, on the podcast. But allowing yourself grace as you're working through things because it's not going to be perfect and it's not always going to be a constant like progression of, like you know when you're wanting to lose weight and you want those numbers to consistently go down and sometimes they go up and down and kind of things happen. Like allowing yourself grace and knowing that It's not going to be a quick thing to fix when it's got a longer track record than the amount of time that you've been working on actually fixing it. So if you've, if it's taken 15, 20 years to create these walls and to create these barriers and these subconscious thoughts and go-tos, it's going to take some time to work through it. But that's where the little by little making those changes happen for good this time. And I tried hard to let go. And this feels like the most vulnerable that I've ever been. Um, Not when I was at my lowest, not when I was without a place to live, not when I had to move home, not when I was in a sketchy apartment that I didn't want to be in and struggled for years to get my business going when I got it going and then it fell and then I got too nervous and too scared and too many other opinions in and then I had to move home again and 
then I had a breakup and then I had weird relationship (laughs) experiences after and healing myself and getting past it and just a lifetime of living. 27 and it is not where I thought I was going to be at all, but it's where I'm at and letting go of the expectations of where I thought I should be or wanted to be or what things could or can look like and just dealing with where I'm at now and knowing that this is the pivotal moment of am I actually going to work on this change for good now or am I going to go back to the spiraling that I've been doing that has gotten me to this point? I see it happening. (laughs) I see the signs. I see the patterns. I've lived this before, different scenarios over and over again. Do I want to keep doing that or am I finally ready to move forward? Am I finally ready to do the change? And I've experienced that too. Earlier this year, after the breakup, I got back to the gym after almost a year Over a year of inconsistency. That's not me. But I got back to it. And I said, what if? I've done all the work. I've healed my relationship with food. I've healed my relationship with the gym. I've healed my relationship with my body. I'm free to make my own schedule. I'm free to create my person that I want to create. Let's see what happens. Let's see if all the things that I know are true actually do come true. And they did. They did. I started gaining muscle. I started losing fat. I started PRing in the gym. I got back to a routine. I got back to me. I got back to what I do. I got back to what it is I want to do. I opened myself up to a relationship even though my go-to is just to be alone. And I think that too. I think that was something that I really wanted to bring up as well because I've been getting called out left and right on TikTok. But um, being fiercely independent is something I really am proud of. But um, it's also a trauma response, I guess. Because I can trust myself. I know what to do. Even though my comfort zone is painful and hard and unsteady, I know it. So when I bring other people in, it's the unknown of what are they going to do? Are they going to be reliable? And changing that is hard. But it doesn't need to take away from your independence either. You can still be fiercely independent and very much your own person and still lean and rely on people too. That doesn't take away. It's not one or the other. It's a beautiful balance that you create. But I'm working on letting it go and making it happen. Because it is possible. It is all totally totally possible and that's what working through a breakdown is like it's realizing that this truly is the pivotal moment of am I going to 
actually make this change and live out the potential that I know I am capable of and I want so badly? Or am I going to relive the same few year cycle over and over again until it completely takes me out? I've still got a lot of life to live. I've still got a lot of things I want to do in this world and a lot of good I want to do in this world and a lot of life I want to experience. So I want it to be different than the past few years of repeat that I've been having. So it's the choice of am I going to do the hard and scary thing? Let myself force myself to be vulnerable and make the changes I've been wanting to so badly. And I think that's what I'm going to do. And again, it's not going to be perfect because nothing is ever perfect. And if you can make imperfection work really well for you and master it, it will stay. And that's my favorite thing to help people with is experimenting with it because with an experiment there is no success or failure there's just an outcome and with that outcome you get to decide what it is you want to do with it do you want to keep it do you want to toss it do you want to try something new but it ultimately puts you back in control and gives you a say so I'm going to be experimenting here I'm going to be figuring out how to make it work keeping what I want and tossing what I don't and we're going to go from there so Thank you for listening to my therapy session, and I hope this helped you as well. You aren't alone in your thinking. You aren't alone in taking on too much, but you don't have to be alone alone. You can be fiercely independent and still need and want support. Where did I put that? I think I wrote that down somewhere, and I need to share it right now. have to see. Bear with me. (laughs) Hmm. I just thought of it, I guess. But you can be fiercely independent and still lean on people. And that doesn't take it away. So you are still completely good enough. And I hope this helps you work through your breakdown because you are so incredibly powerful and you are so incredibly capable and you can get through it but it is your choice it is always your choice and it's your choice for you and you alone and not anybody else your choice will benefit or affect other people good or bad but you need to do what is best for you whatever that looks like starting now. So on that note, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in on this second episode of the day, if you're listening to it in real time or watching it real time. But again, I hope this benefited you and definitely write down how you were feeling, how you are or were feeling um, in the moment. Um, Take a day and then look back and process what were the big things that you want to change and you want differently moving forward and how you're going to actively start doing that. And then each day, imperfectly choosing. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic day, and I will talk to you again 
very, very soon. Bye-bye.